you're listening to the Dirty Dozen Podcast with your hosts, Rob Heitman and Jacob Newkirk. This week's artist, Faith No More. Hey, everybody. Uh, uh, Jake, that's your band, by the way. That's a, a little phone no more. That sounded familiar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was amazed. Like, just just a complete sidebar before we start getting into this. Hi, everybody. Uh, welcome to the Dirty Dozen Podcast. We're here. It's Jake Newkirk and Rob Heitman. Hello. Hey. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Jake, uh, the intro was done by his band, uh, Phone No More. And when I was watching, when I was listening to it, it sounded just like Mike Patton. But when I see it, it's a chick singing it. Yeah, it's a girl. It's a girl singing it. She's going to be upset. That no, it's right. She's, she's not cool too PC. Okay, cool. But she's amazing. It's really, it's really a good sound. Anyway, yeah. okay, we're talking about Faith No More this week. I just wanted to quick thank everybody who listened to our podcast uh, week one with Soundgarden. And uh, it's available pretty much on everything now. Stitcher, Apple, Podbean, wherever you want to listen to it. And mm-hmm. a, a special shout out to Alan, Sean, and Rachel for commenting on our uh, Facebook page. We have a Facebook page. We have a website. Dirty Dozen podcast. You have to put all three together because there's a couple of people who use Dirty Dozen in an episode, or there was an old podcast that had Dirty Dozen in it. Okay, but they're not as good. They're not as good. No, they can't even be close. I don't know how that no. could happen. Right. <laughs> all right. So faith no more, Jake. Mm. Why don't we start with how did you first hear about the band? Um, man, it probably was hearing Epic before I even knew the band behind it. You know, it's like when you're younger and you hear a song on the radio or MTV and you're like, Oh, that's a cool song. Um, and then it probably wasn't until maybe a couple of years later that you start to dig in and realize like this band's pretty, um, unique, lots of, uh, different genres that they're covering and just kind of how deep that goes. And then discovering side projects like Mr. Bungle and all that stuff. So yeah, it kind of, uh, went from there, but yeah, it probably was Mike Patton was the, the main attraction. And then you kind of were digging deeper with there. Not Chuck Mosley. Yeah, no, I, I actually didn't even know about those years until after the fact and had to go back. And then, um, yeah, I wasn't a big fan. But <laughs> Yeah, I, I think I'd heard the song We Care a lot before, but I didn't mm. really think much of it. Uh, and then uh, I got, when the when the real thing hit, I was like, whoa. Yeah, I mean, it's two it entirely so different bands. Yeah. It's, it's really hard to compare. It was huge, and it just kind of it brought, it brought me in. And then I saw them uh, in Angel Dust Tour. I went oh. once again. I saw him in Roseland, and it was a great show. It was with Helmet, and it was it, it was a fantastic show. Yeah. And but he sang "We Care a Lot" and Patton. Yeah. And I'm like, that's an awesome song. Why do I not know this? <laughs> so I looked back, and it was on "Introduce Yourself," and mm. there was one on "We Care a Lot," but it was much slower, and it wasn't well thought out from a producer's point of view. At least I didn't think so. It was just not the same track that was on "Introduce Yourself." So I I've always liked that one. Anyway, uh, yeah, I saw them twice. I saw them on the King for a Day tour in this little club in New Jersey, mm. which was probably the loudest show I've ever been to in my life. <laughs> I happened to be positioned right by the, uh, you know, the big subwoofers. They had these massive subwoofers. And, oh, I could, I was literally, my ear was ringing three days later. Yeah, but in a good way. It, it was in yeah. a good way, but it was, it was just, the sound wasn't perfect. It was, it was really weird, but it was still a great show, but I, my ear was done. <laughs> Uh, what's your favorite album just generally oh man king for a day but it's really hard to say because um you know it jumps around between that one probably and then um album of the year is really special to me 
and then okay. um, Angel Dust, obviously. If, if you're probably going to tell someone, turn them on to Faith No More, I'd probably throw that album at them. And, Angel Dust, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's definitive, Faith No More. Yeah, that, that one for me, I was like, I was a fan, but they really just did a whole other thing and yeah. kind of brought me someplace. That, you could sure. tell that, because, you know, the first album was written before Patton. So he came in and just did the lyrics and vocals and all that stuff. But this one, you could tell he had some creative steering going on there. And a lot of um, his influences were happening. So He hated that whole thing that they kind of got associated with, which was the the, the rap, rap metal yeah. thing. and Yeah, well, that's the thing. that The one single that makes it big and people just define you. After and that's that really that what started the Big Red Hot Chili Peppers thing. Yeah. The big battle, if, if you will. The, yeah, the, the hatred is feeling like uh yeah he thought he copped his his yeah. style and his moves and all that stuff yeah. and then the things that he did with mr bungle trying to get mm-hmm. mr bungle was because uh Patton, i don't know if you know this while he was in faith no more he still was in mr bungle mm-hmm. and uh during the time after uh the real thing and before angel dust he did a tour and wherever they would play and the red hot chili peppers would maybe play the red hot chili peppers refused to play if Mr. Yeah. Bungle was allowed to play. That happened all the way up to 99, I remember, because that's the last Mr. Bungle album that came out. And yeah. um, there was some, like, Pink Pop Festival or something like that. And I think um, Anthony Kiedis caught wind that they were going to play. And um, Bungle was cut because he said he wouldn't do it if they were. And obviously, they're the bigger band, uh, right. Chili Peppers. So, yeah, it's just, it's kind of silly. But Yeah, it was funny. So I heard the the guy who does, uh, what was that? I think it was on Fox News or something. He, he was. Oh, yeah, uh, Greg Gutfield. Greg Gutfield. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he if you if you want to check it out, it's on uh, just you know, go on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, try Greg Guffield and uh, Mike Patton, and it'll come up. And he's a huge Faith No More fan, and he he got in trouble because he said the Red Hot Chili Peppers were the worst band in <laughs> on earth. And he revised it, and he said, "No, they're the worst band in the universe." <laughs> <laughs> because you could either like Keaton or you could like. Patton, yeah, I guess so you had I thought to that pick. was great. <laughs> but there's some of us that like both. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I hear you. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, how did Phono More start? Why did that come to be? Um, I was just out of a band um, and kind of just wanting to see about the cover scene, but you know, being picky about what that would look like. So I was really actually just perusing through Craigslist because that's how I found my last uh, original band. And there was a posting for um, a Faith No More band who wanted to do just the Real Thing album. It was a guitar player and a bass player at the time. And and I wrote the message to them. I'm like, if you can find a singer and a keyboard player, then call me and I'll be there. But I was like, I don't think you guys can. Those so, are the two hardest things, really. For- yeah. And so a week later, um, I got a call and they were saying we're going to get together. Um, so we met and it was fun. The singer we had um, didn't last. We were trying uh, this person and then another person after that and then we landed on um carrie the girl which was kind of we're like well, yeah let's let's try a girl then if she thinks she can do it and yeah like you said she nailed it good energy we've gone through a couple keyboard players need one right now if anyone um plays keyboard and is a faith no more fan then uh we were itching to play again we just it's such a primary instrument in the band you can't fake it so. it, it really kind of took me back because when i i remember when i used to listen to him all the time i it was such a heavy keyboard, and it wasn't like the 80s keyboard that right. most people are used to, that it's just it, what Roddy did and the way he played, it, it really is so instrumental, mm. but it's so rock. Yeah. And how many people play rock keyboards? It isn't like Leslie or... That's why it's hard for us to find someone right now, because it's like, <laughs> if you're in that world, 
you, you may not listen like if you like faith the more you probably play you know drums or or guitar or something but it's just really rare i, I feel like to find any keyboard players yeah yeah who can, who can really yeah, pull Roddy, it off. and and he sings too so it's like you know you got that the two in one package yeah oh that's awesome so you yeah. played for a couple of years and you're just playing around here in la right yeah we started i think it was 2014 um and then it's probably been a little over a year now since we've played out which is makes us sad but um yeah we, we every once in a while we start getting sad that we don't have someone so we'll like start being aggressively looking and no one answers and then we forget about it for a while and but yeah i'm itching to play these songs again because they're super fun and well you really kind of got mike's sort of hair going on yeah it's funny <laughs> i didn't get the dreads going until the band started yes yeah, so. oh, maybe okay. by the time they're was, was that the reason no it's just now it, it works out i guess kind of yeah, okay. I just decided to be lazy with my hair. But yeah. you, got, you got kind of like you got Mike's Mike's you know Mike's hair and and you got sort of like Jim's beard. Yeah. <laughs> you need, I just his, need glasses his red glasses, red yeah. glasses, and you'll be all right. Uh, it's funny though, like when I I did a bunch of just going back and listen to interviews, and YouTube's great for that. And one thing I didn't even realize that back when they were Faith No Man, mm-hmm. and right before they were Faith, right when they became Faith No More, mm-hmm. Courtney Love was their lead. Yeah, team. I think she did a couple shows, and so she's now credited as being a, one of the singers. Yeah, but that's was, still something. It, it was never recorded. I, I don't think right. it was anything more. Probably than wasn't very recorded. good either. But <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah kind of. But yeah, just to, like if you could have heard what that sounded like, it just would have been neat to have that little yeah, snapshot. It, it would be cool. I I I like to see a. A Courtney Love reunion with Faith No More. Let's that's, let's that's make that happen good. somehow. Yeah. Not that I, can. I mean, if they brought Chuck Mosley out to do a couple songs, they could bring. Well, him if they brought him out now, then no, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he, you know, he, um, he passed uh, like last year, right? Yeah, it's um actually it's funny because we have some pictures on the Phone More site um where Carrie, the singer, she went to see Chuck Mosley play at the Viper Room, and she talked to him and kind of showed us or showed him our band and everything. He was like really into it, and everything. It was shortly after that that he died, but it was kind of cool that she got to hang out and sit there. And oh, chat that's with awesome! Him. It's yeah. it's always interesting to yeah. And he, she said he's a sweetheart, and um, yeah, it was really cool meeting him. And actually, I don't know when this album came out, but he did an album called "Will Rap Over Hard Rock for Food," um, and you can listen on Bandcamp. And actually, it was really good. Okay. Um, I'm not the biggest Chuck Mosley fan, but I would suggest people go just check it out because I think even like the Jonathan Davis from Corn is on it, and it's just it's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's a good listen. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, it's like some of the stuff like I had heard "Introduce Yourself." It was like one of those albums that I bought once after that concert. I was like, that was one I had to get, mm-hmm. and and I I listened to it, and there's a bunch of decent songs on there. "Introduce Yourself" is fine, and we care a lot, mm-hmm. and there's a couple other ones that are right. And <laughs> I went and listened to. We Care A Lot album, yeah. which I was not familiar with uh, coming into this. And I was, just so you know, my Dirty Dozen is entirely the We Care A Lot. <laughs> they, they got it right the first time and there's no need. Everything else is just superfluous. <laughs> You're kidding me, right? I am, absolutely. <laughs> Come on, the jungle. and oh, anyway. Well, it's funny because those songs, like um, As the Worm Turns is on that album. And- sure. It's funny because I heard Patton doing these songs later. I'm like, what album? What's this from? And I realized every song that he did that um, that was a Mosley song, I thought was amazing. But when you go back and listen to that, I was like, oh, yeah, that's not so good. So, yeah, it was just funny to hear Patton go back and bring some of these songs out from those first two albums and then make them really his own and listenable. Yeah, and Patton, <laughs> Patton's sort of range and what yeah. he brings to anything. He is... 
one of the premier vocalists i think in rock yeah, music hands period. Down. yeah i mean just not only just his his ability and probably octave range but just the kind of the genres that he can pull off and everything so yeah from like an r&b like yeah like soft thing to like rah, 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 yeah rah, rah, right you know and he has that mondo cane like where he's doing old yeah. italian um classical songs and stuff so yeah he's he's all over the place yeah. Yeah, that's cool. That's I didn't. Cool. I didn't even realize, like, going through it, that that Mike had been with Ozzy for what, like, oh, Mike Borden. Yeah. yeah, Mike Borden for like he's the longest running drummer with Ozzy Osbourne. Oh, was he? Yeah. Uh, it yeah, was, it was, back it was when thirteen years. Zach Wilde was was in the band. Yeah, and everything. Yeah, yeah, that was a powerful band, right there. Yeah, they went from a keyboard based band that kicked out their guitarist uh, to yeah. a uh, guitarist based band. Oh yeah, and he had um that skinny guitar player actually. When Ozzy had him, it wasn't uh, it wasn't Zach Wilde. I don't remember that guy's name, but I just remember in the Ozfest videos, he had his hair in his face and he just was really sucked up and skinny. But yeah, Mike Borden was back there playing his um, drums with his toms like a table all flat. I don't know how he plays that way. Yeah. He's just a bizarre player because he's left-handed playing right-handed kit too. So that's mm-hmm. just a whole other thing. So yeah, I was yeah. I was watching him. I was pretty I was pretty taken into it. Yeah, he's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, they have some good players. Mm-hmm. Even John, who's playing the lead stuff now, yeah. uh, he was good. And you know, and Trey for that little bit, yeah. for King for a Day, which yeah. is one of my favorite albums. Yeah. I, I didn't get that. When Angel Dust, I think, is my favorite. But I think once I went through my Dirty Dozen, it may not actually be. But for like the top top songs, but King for a Day is just fantastic. I know. Yeah, it's it's, it's really really good. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, uh, real quick before we start going into our Dirty Dozen. We are drinking Firestone today. I'm drinking Firestone Union Jack IPA, which is really good. I kind of like it. It's a little mellower. It's not as hoppy, uh, but it's tasty. And Jake, what are you drinking? Currently, uh, it's a, a nitro double barrel ale. And okay. we're about to tear into a Laponic Distortion next. Sounds good. Yeah, I'm doing the just the lager next, I think. Um, yeah, so... It's not that we're sponsored by Firestone or anything. Uh, we just like beer, and it's interesting to drink new beer and share it with you guys. And if anybody has an idea of what beer we should drink next week, please post on our Facebook page, which is probably the easiest. And, uh, and it better not be Budweiser. Yeah, no Budweiser, Bud Light, or Coors Light, or Keystone. Although it would be mm. kind of fun to do like a Keystone or a, or Black Label Day. Yeah, we have to match the beer with the, the band. Yeah, with the yeah, yeah, we could do that later. Oh, okay. So let's start with our Dirty Dozen. We're changing the order this week just because uh, we started last week with the Missed the Cut. But, you know, we didn't know what Missed the Cut because Jake and I have no idea what our lists are. So uh, let's start with the Dirty Dozen. Uh, what, take your top, take two, what, let's start from the beginning. Okay. Uh, anything from We Care A Lot? No. Anything from Introduce Yourself? <laughs> No, like I said, if um, any of those songs I loved, it was when Patton was singing it. And so I didn't feel like they should make the top 12 if it's not, you know, from his album. Well, I have one that is on there. Oh, and we care a lot just because it was such a, that it's, is, a yeah. it's, it's a really great song. And that, as you said, I heard Patton sing it live uh, back in 92 when I saw them. And, you know, come on, it has... We love, we care a lot about Transformers because there's uh, more, more than meets the eye. Yeah. Come on. And yeah, the, and the Cabbage Patch, stuff. wasn't that? Uh, yeah, yeah. Garbage, garbage Pail Kids. Kids. Yeah. yeah, Garbage Pail Kids. And the bass in it was just killer. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and once I said, if you're going to listen to it, uh, do the Introduce Yourself version and we can do it. Mm-hmm. Let's let's just get a couple, a uh, quick second of it here. 
uh, if I can find it. Okay, well, that, let, let's fast forward a little bit there. Uh, we only have 20 <laughs> seconds, so we're going to reset it later. So we, it's 20 seconds in a row. And, of course, you heard that awesome bass line, though. It's just, it's yeah. it, it's really kind of cool. I always I always dig it when a bass is just, bass and drums, just to start. Yeah, it's just that, well, that it's such a percussive band. And this I think this song was kind of that um, introduction to, to kind of the sound that they were going to do. Because a lot of songs sound a little bit similar to this, the same kind of chemistry and feel to it, but... It's just not repeating the same song. Yeah, I, I saw an interview that they said that they they play cyclically. Billy, who's the bassist, mm-hmm. uh, Billy and Mike, they come up with a beat and then they start playing off of each other, and then they start mm-hmm. the drums carries the beat a certain part, and then the bass carries the beat a certain part, and they kind of roll. Right. It's almost uh almost like looping, but with uh with drums and bass, and it was, it yeah, was pretty it makes amazing. Sense. Uh, anyway, here's here. Let's get some part where you can actually hear the song. Let's recare a lot. Uh, check it out. It'll be on our uh, our Spotify and uh, Apple Music uh, thing, so you can listen to the whole thing there. Uh, let's move on to uh, the real thing. Do you have anything from there? Yeah, actually, um, I only have one song from the real thing. Believe it or not, okay, that's probably not the one you're expecting. So, but... <laughs> so it's not an epic call. Is what you're saying? <laughs> no, um, my favorite tune off there. I mean, there's a lot of good tunes, a lot, but Zombie Eaters is like the standout track for me really yeah and wasn't um for a long time until i really like listened to that album over and over and over many times but it's i think it's what's fun about it is the weird perspective from a baby to his mom right he's like basically talking to his mom and um it's that real neat pretty guitar intro built into these harder sections just really um cool arrangement all over the whole song so Really? Oh, yeah. yeah. That that's not on my list at all. Uh, yeah. well, that, that's interesting. And I, I figured it's I would... fun to play live too. This one. Is, oh, okay. Well, yeah. Yeah, it's it's kind of interesting because I imagine that a lot of the things we run into will be things that you've played live. Yeah, we 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 do a lot of the songs, but um, not all the ones I picked are ones we've we've done. So. Oh, okay, okay. So let's get a little zombie eaters here. I really, I, I'm actually quite enjoying that, actually. It's a great tune. It's one of those songs that I, I guess I didn't listen to as much as I always, you know. I, I didn't I, either until we played it, and then you really pay attention to the, the guitar. The is quite, quite yeah. impressive. A little Spanish guitar yeah. run What's that, that goes that Jim? Yeah, Jim Martin. Really? You know, I just I, saw a side I just can't I... imagine him playing, like, the, the classical stuff. Yeah, I mean, he's kind of like, he's the classic rock guy of the band, which I think is why, obviously, they split parts, you know, yeah, later yeah. on down the way, but. Okay. Well, I have a couple real thing ones, and I'm gonna go. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Falling the pieces. I I, I always mm-hmm. love that the anti peta video. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it wasn't really anti peta, but I guess it was. They had all these fish exploding. <laughs> Same with the epic video. 
with the fish at the end. Yeah, there, yeah. Was, there was a common theme with all the, the songs at this time. They were just animal haters, and and they had the you know the, the skull fish. and you know just yeah, and the paint and yeah yeah they had all that stuff. It was, it was very early nineties. The the whole feel of that. Yeah, and all the instruments just kind of in that song kind of stood out for me, and and of course Patton, even yeah. though even though he wasn't involved so much in the writing process, it is his. his his lyrics and everything that came through and mm-hmm. what he brought to the table with that was fantastic. And I'm going to, our bass player loves playing this song. I'm, I'm kind of on the fence with it, but yeah, it's okay. I wonder what your bass yeah, player exactly. likes playing. Yeah, it. <laughs> I'm going to fast forward for a quick second. Oh, no, I'll let it just play. Yeah, his voice is just like it's it, nasally and yeah, high. yeah. It just kind of stands out there. It's great. Yeah, it, it, it's definitely not Chuck Mosley. No, yeah, that's. I mean, they're entirely different bands. It's hard to really put them in the same category. Okay, here's gonna go my uh, my other. Yeah, let's see. Actually, I have two more. I almost had three from real thing. From real oh, thing, right. believe it or not. Uh, I'm gonna do the one like my whole theory with this. 12 is like if i saw them live this is the one song that i'd have to hear Mm -hmm. and epic is that you know what i mean it's the the song that everybody well most people i think probably heard faith on more first right Uh yeah it was was their biggest song i think ever i even even to this day i think it's their biggest song you know oh yeah by far you know at least their most popular song i I wouldn't put it as their best song but it's it's timeless i mean it's gonna be played on and on and on it's um it, for its time was cutting edge just because it like i said it had the kind of uh, the rap rock thing that was just coming out and the piano outro of that song is amazing it's that alone could have been it's yeah no song. i'm with you so let's hear uh, just a little epic everybody should know this one what is it? I can't not bob my head and listen yeah, to that. I know. Yeah, it's it's just infectious. Yeah, and, and and of course that's the song that started everything with uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers, which we spoke about before. <laughs> and my last one, and you know, it, it's always been one of my favorite songs off that album is uh, from Out of Nowhere, and I'd mm. I've seen them do it on their last tour here uh, out, and they've been starting with that. Uh, after yeah. after they do like some weird song, it's actually killer... they started with a, a song that I can't mention on this podcast a lot of times. <laughs> oh uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> but uh, but uh, yeah, from out of nowhere, it's Patton's voice so good and it's a it, great just come out the gates and full the, force. Yeah, it's a, and it's a and, and with Jim's guitar and yeah. and Roddy and oh, we opened with this song usually. This oh, is okay. kind And you can hear those keyboards like kind of go in, and it's like, that's keyboards, you know. That's at yeah. any other band, that's a rock guitar. That's a lead instrument. Yeah, that's yeah. That that that's a that's a guitar going in like ninety nine point nine nine seven percent of other bands. Yeah, I, totally. I don't know. I can't think of another one where it's that the prominent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, at least not in a rock band. 
All right, so that's my uh, so I'm four in. I was hoping you were gonna pick um, Woodpecker from Mars. Cause that's that's one of my all time favorites from there, but it didn't make my cut. But that song should have been called Epic. I feel like because that was the one that just. Uh, well, actually, there was one that didn't make the cut. We're gonna kind of meld the oh, sorry, the, 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 the dirty dozen and the and the <laughs> missed the cut. Uh, but, but since we're doing album by album, we can do it this way. It all probably right. works better. Mm-hmm. The one that that I kind of was really close to putting on because I really love it is Edge of the World. Yeah. Uh, as far as musically, it's amazing. And I'll give you a couple seconds of it here and then I'll talk a little more. Okay, that would have made my list, but... But it's about pedophilia. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> well, it's interesting. I, I, I read an interview, and it's about uh, where Mike used to live. He lived in a bed area, and mm. uh, outside there was this Cadillac, a beat-up Cadillac with, like, stuff falling off of it. It looked like, you know, with, like a, like, a paper bag over one window, and in the back was a baby seat. So oh. he kind of tried to put himself in that space. Oh, really? And that's kind of what that song's about. But I just couldn't put it on there. But yeah, <laughs> just I mean, because music, of what the words are. Right. But musically, but music it's a it's a really cool song. But yeah, it's it's a little dark. It's it's one of those <laughs> infectious songs. Like if you listen to it and just from the m- melody and you just start. It, it's what they used to call. Uh, well, I had a professor in college, and he used to call it an oral a u r a l not. Mm-hmm oral virus it's a song mm-hmm. that you hear and you can't stop singing yeah so anyway all right uh so let's move on to uh one of their best albums angel dust nice. so i take it you have at least one song from that album yeah at least one um right the first song land of sunshine um that's my first we're so different <laughs> that baseline rules okay. um it's weird because like lyrically it's this scientology and fortune cookies kind of like lyric like he he kind of just pulled all these things together to make the words for this song um he was going through some i think some sleep deprivation experiment that he decided to do on himself but um so he's staying up late at night watching infomercials and basically all the lyrics to the song are from scientology quizzes and fortune cookies and and, uh, late night infomercials but it's just a killer killer song yeah the music is just yeah love it yeah, it's a, it's a good song. Hold on, watch it. Yeah, the bass is just, it's just yeah. killer. And with the drums, obviously. I can see why you like it. Vocally, I mean, this is such a departure from the last album. Oh yeah. So like, he was able to now just like go all over the place, use all of his uh, his range and ability and ideas. So yeah, just when you're hearing him do this, and it just sounds manic. Oh, it is, and, and, and it leads the album off, and it's like everybody mm-hmm. who was the real thing fan. Yeah, it, it was the those the pop rock fans, right? Yeah. All of a sudden, they, they hit this, oh, Angel Dust, I'm, I'm picking it up. Right. It's great. And they, they turn it off, and it's, it's like, great. Yeah. and boom, and it, it, it's awesome. And I, I, I think a 
good majority of their fan base loved it. It may have drawn a line in the sand for some, but yeah, I think. Yeah, and but some of the the, the fair weather. Yeah. Who um, wanted to hear Epic twelve times on a yeah, CD? The, and... There's no rock rap. I yeah, want exactly. more rock rap. Uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, then that let it off, and that was pretty strong. Okay, uh, one more. Yeah, um, caffeine was the next song in, in the list. One of my all time favorites. I don't know if it's just because, um, you know, Mike Borden. It just I've I've watched him play this live in a million YouTube videos, but it's just that energy. Patton again, like he's doing this crazy, aggressive, screechy, squealy stuff. And I think people who knew the Patton from the first album and then this one were just probably scared because he was just unleashed. But yeah, this song is, is so Yeah, cool. yeah, he was fully involved in all of this. Yeah. And, and so far, we are we haven't hit one yet. So it's okay. it's kind of interesting because Kathy's not on mine. Oh yeah, no, it's not. Right. I, it was one of those. It, it, one of those that almost came on, and then it went off, and then it went on. I was I was having a hard. I had like ten solid ones, and I had the bottom mm. two were changing as we went through this. We have like you know almost two weeks between, right. so we can be ready for this uh-huh. uh, podcast. Yeah. And uh, yeah, anyway, uh, so though. so let's hear a little caffeine real quick before yeah, we let's do it. Yeah, but that's yeah. you can hear his like growl yeah. and, and all of that. Yeah, I love it. That's really good. Any, mm. uh, okay, um, well, let me get one yeah, from of those. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Midlife Crisis, which is the third song. So we're gonna go <laughs> one, two, three. Uh, it's just the growl to his like melodic highs that he hits. The uh, just all the parts, and I mean, <clears> with the lyric. <throat> Your menstruating heart bleeds enough for I two. I know, yeah. I mean, it, it's it, it actually is a really good lyric, although it's it kind is. of some people may be offended by it, but for me, I mean, uh, who who writes that? It's yeah. fantastic. This song was, I feel like, is maybe the epic in terms of um, singles. Yeah, yeah, off was this one album, of yeah, because it's just an obvious hit. Like the chorus is so hooky and catchy. It just, yeah, uh, it, it didn't make mine, but I knew it was like it was so close, and I cut it. And hoping you would probably put it on yours. Yeah, <laughs> and you were correct. Yeah. Okay, so here's a little midlife crisis. Uh, we heard a little actually from the beginning. That's what you mm-hmm. you were covering in the mm-hmm. beginning. So I'm going to try to jump to the middle. I'm going to push play, and then I'm going to jump to the middle. So it may scutter stutter for a quick second. Hold on. <laughs> I'm going to stay on just for a quick second so we hear the menstruating heart long. <laughs> Actually, that's the first time I've ever waited for menstruation anyway. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. I apologize. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, <laughs> oh, my yeah, goodness. That, I'm going to get in trouble for this one already. Song. It is. Okay, uh, my next one from here, and this is one of my favorite Faith No More songs, period. And it's Kindergarten. Oh, wow. Yeah, I know. It was <laughs> That wasn't even close to my list, but yeah. it's a good song. Yeah, it was just <clears throat> it was just patent it was it was more rotty and just the, the, the harmonics they started with the beginning from a guitar point of view. Mm-hmm. But it's just it's all of this sort of thing and it just kinda of pulled and I always kinda of, it's one of those songs that did that oral virus thing. It's yeah. like, it's in my head and I have to listen to it. And 
Uh, it's just so good. It really is. So I'm going to play a little of it and hopefully you all agree. Cool harmonics. Okay, I'm going to pause, but I'm, that's the harmonic part I was talking in yeah. the beginning. So I'm actually going to jump ahead a little Dude, bit. Play yeah. I'll play, play a little bit more. Okay, that's enough. Uh, but yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, for me, it's just... And I think that's the first song I remember Patton using his loudspeaker. Which he uses oh, yeah, like all fun. the time now. It's kind of his staple. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, he's got a lot of different tools now. He has a CB and like a master that he uses in Tomahawk, and yeah, he's a weirdo. Yeah, he is. But he's a he's a cool a cool weirdo. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anything else from Angel Dust? Yeah, I think there's actually a lot. Okay. <laughs> it's an Angel Dust list. Um, for Jake. Everything is ruined is next. Hey, we hit on one. Okay, I figured we would. That it's a good funky kind of baseline pounding beat um it's kind of cool analogy right of like money and life uh, the whole like theme throughout the whole thing is comparing a penny and a nickel and the growing up i just love the beginning of it it's just like, oh yeah the, the first the first words of it i'm so happy yeah, <laughs> dun, 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 yeah. you know when it starts pulling in mm. and it happens to be probably the worst music video I've ever seen in my yeah, entire life. Yeah, it's low life. budget for sure. Green screen kind of. Um, they're just being silly in front of a camera. And... Yeah, but it's not even like trying to be in a real place. It's just no, like not it, at all. it's just yeah. like it's like the you know like you see those old joke uh, whatever like Saturday Night Live or something where they're like, uh -huh. what screen are you standing yeah. in front of? It's like they ran out of budget and then they just had to quickly. And it's just random stuff. stuff. It was it was crazy. Mm -hmm. But the light and the heavy from yeah. from it and uh, no, so I love that song. It's uh, fantastic. So let's give a little bit of uh, uh, everything's ruined and the piano here. I mean, mm -hmm. come on, he's got some sort of uh, I don't know some effectiveness. Yeah. I, I don't know if it's a, a chorus or a flange or something. Let's just hear my favorite part and uh, let's go. <laughs> and that piano part. And the drums, too. The drums, yeah. like, juxtaposing with the piano. Yeah. So good. They, they just know how to fill in the right space, each one. They're, they're never stepping on each other's toes, and it just... Yeah, and then they start, like... It, it goes in. I, let's see if I can get that part here. It just when it starts driving in, it's yeah. And this part, this part coming up right now, it, it it's where it, the keys come in hard again, mm -hmm. and oh, it's just so good. Okay, I think, that, I think we played it enough, but that's check that one out. If you haven't heard that before... Watch the video. Don't listen to it. Watch the video. <laughs> no, don't, watch, don't watch the video. <laughs> the video will ruin that song for you. Everything's ruined. <laughs> that song. Yeah. That's Everything's ruined that. when you see that video. 
<laughs> All right. Uh, what else well, we got? Yeah, I only had one more actually from this album. Okay, go ahead. Uh, and it's Be Aggressive, um, but it's only because of that the cool, spooky church organ intro um that this cheerleader chant this is gonna be one that's gonna be hard to play so i i, I will I'll I pause here and I'll, I'll try to do it in uh and post this because there's a lot of lyrics in there that would make this explicit very quickly <laughs> uh for me too i mean that song for for those who don't know about that song uh that song has a great groove in it it's a great song and when i was a young college student and was listening to that or a high mm-hmm. school student or whatever. Uh, no, I was a college student. Um, I thought it was about uh, some prostitute that they dealt with, but it was, but it was a male prostitute. And it, it was all about, you know, male. Yeah, it was because uh, Roddy is gay. Yeah, yeah. The keyboard, so I, I, and from what I heard, he wrote it um, thinking Patton wouldn't sing it. It was almost like on a dare. Yeah. Were like, and then, of course, he did because Patton, you know, so... But yeah, lyrically, yeah, different. Uh, musically, I think it's just uh, an amazing song. But yeah, the subject matter is kind of a little. Uh, do little you, do you, you want to try it for a second? <laughs> yeah, there's some cool. I mean, it's, uh, yeah, uh, some I think if I, it starts with the be aggressive part. I think so. And it's that, just that play that cool church organ intro. Yeah, yeah. like the monsters sounding. Thing. Okay, okay. Well, we'll get there. Uh, be aggressive. Here it is. I forgot what the first words are. He's talking about a bird, if anybody cares. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's not, it's not, that's not for a while. Okay. Yeah. Be aggressive is great, and that was one of the other ones that I didn't make my list because yeah. of the subject matter. No, it was that sort of issue. Yeah. So, okay, uh, I actually have no more. That's it for me. No I'm more uh, from Angel List. Yeah, Angel List. Uh, we're gonna start hitting kinks for a day, and I'm sure. Yeah, go for it. Okay, I'll take the first one, mm-hmm. and this is my favorite Faith No More song. Period. Uh, out of that, it's uh, the Gentle Art of Making Enemies, mm-hmm. which I think is about prison life. Uh, that, that's what I heard. Oh, is it? Yeah, that's why it's like, uh, you know, I'm the best you've ever had. Yeah. And, it sounds, uh, the lyrics sound so random to me. And... I didn't even know what it was about. But it is actually my favorite Faith No More song, too. Yeah. So, okay. Des- despite our top 12, this yeah. is our favorite number one. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, uh, my favorite line is like, let's do the dance and let the suit keep wearing you. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, yeah, there's some, it's some really bizarre. Crazy but if, but lyrics. If th- think about it now. When you go and listen to it, think about it as a song about being in a prison, and it all yeah. makes sense. It's all the right. only thing that made sense through that whole song. Everything ties together to that. Oh, Even, I'm gonna go now. Yeah, visit it with them. Yeah, it's it's really good. The hook in this is amazing. Yeah. It's just such high energy, energy kind of shake your fist in the air, just rock out kind of tune. The stops, the dead stops to starts. Yeah. Yeah, oh. that's that's that tension. It's real. It's it's just so it's spastic. Good. This song is just yeah. Okay, I'm gonna. I guess I'll just start with the beginning for a little bit, and uh, you guys are gonna have to flop over to uh, Spotify or Apple Music, whichever you prefer, and uh, listen to the whole thing. We have it on our list. We have all these songs together on our list, so check it out. So here we go. <laughs> Thank you. 
Here we go. It's like... You see that that hook in the beginning is just yeah. killer, you know. And, and that's Trace Ruins, like you said, he was jumping in the band now from Mr. Bungle. Yeah, yeah, bringing yeah. Bringing a little bit of different feel to the band. Wasn't it Trey? Yeah, yeah, Trey. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and yeah, it was good. He didn't even he wasn't even there for more than just the recording. The album, no, he right? didn't want to tour. Yeah, this. yeah. yeah they he just came in. And he yeah. thought he was just yeah, I'll, I'll play with you guys for a while, but he wasn't trying to be in the band. No, yeah. that was probably a mistake on his part. But, <laughs> But I'm sure John loves it, so that's all yeah. good. <laughs> okay, let's just get a little bit more of Gentle Art, because it's really one of the best songs oh, that yeah. Faith and Morris ever written. I'm going to have to stop it real quick coming up. See, <laughs> a strategic stop. Yeah, uh, yeah. This it's explicit. You don't have a censor button. Yeah, there's no censor. I don't have a delay. Leaps. So uh, yeah. <laughs> so that's it. I started with uh, Gentle Art. Do you want to pick up your next one, and we'll just go one by <clears> one here? Yeah. Okay. Um, this is one of my favorites. Is Evidence. Really? I don't know if it's on your list, but it is not on my list. Yeah, this one. There, it's undeniable. Kind of like smooth, loungy song but without being cheesy and i think it showcases Patton's vocals again in a weird way just to show like yeah he's capable of doing this um yeah it's a great example of of how they can play anything basically and it's great yeah i saw the video for this it was kind of weird it it reminded me like a russian video and it it looked like it reminded me like the stuff i saw in uh uh right by chernobyl they had like these buildings or maybe i saw it in like one of the uh the video games that I've played, you know, the Call of Duties, uh-huh. and it, it just seemed like those sort of old Russian buildings, and the, and he's just walking out, and then he... Oh, I think you're thinking of Strip Search. Oh, what? no, maybe I am thinking of Strip yeah. Search. Evidence is the one where they're in their lounge suits. Oh, that's like... right. Yeah, yeah, okay. okay. Yeah. yeah, I was mixing them up. I that is, you know, well, yeah, that's a great song, too, but yeah. we'll get to that one. <laughs> okay, we will? Okay. <laughs> I'm going to jump ahead real quick piano that's like all of the the lounge yeah lounge suits i, yeah, it. I remember but that, it's yeah. not cheesy it's just no no it, that one's that, that one's so a good. cool video yeah mm-hmm. absolutely that's one you should check out check out evidence it's on uh it's on and youtube they've recorded and... it he's done it in spanish vocals portuguese for some reason this song he's recorded in a bunch of different languages because he can my favorite part <laughs> is coming up so i'm gonna i'm gonna just restart it here for a quick, oh, quick second Okay, we didn't quite get there, but that's all right. All right, uh, evidence. So check that out. Uh, I'm gonna go into my one of my favorite songs, and once again, I I tend to like these aggressive songs with the guitars. Uh, so what a day, yeah, is actually on mine. Uh, the bass intro, and once again, here's uh, the loudspeaker coming from uh, from Mr. Patton, and uh, the guitars, and Trey really just kind of did really well on this track. 
let's uh what do you think do you was that on yours for no, no um but it's a great lyric like what a day if you can look it in the face and hold your vomit like again it's just this weird dark beautiful and dark pattern stuff that's but it's actually almost stroke. positive you know what i mean it's 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 like it is but just the, the yeah you know, the way he's delivering it it's just yeah but yeah it's a good tune and that bass right here yeah. i mean let's just stop for a second that the bass here is just yeah. oh it's billy just, gold's the man he's and you're back with mike and billy and they're just playing and they're playing with each other and it's it's such a awesome thing to hear you know and then mike comes in with these with mm-hmm. the growl i love it And just to say, Trey, like Trey's guitar, as I said before, you can hear it coming up real quick. You'll hear him just like, it just, it just drives it. It's nothing technical. It's just mm-hmm. the tone of his guitar and the way it kind of is almost featured in this tune. So here we go. <laughs> Actually, you know that's from like Fear and Loathing in Las yeah, Vegas. Yeah. That book. So many quotes. I think he takes from just these like these random little pockets Kill here and the there. Body on the head, head will die. die. Yeah. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, what do you got? I have one more from this album, um, and it might. I, I doubt you have it on yours. It's just a man, which is. The, I do not uh, have it on. Yeah, for some reason, this one always stood out to me. It's this huge song. Um, it closes the album. It feels very theatrical while you're listening to it, almost I don't know, like a musical for some reason. But um, it's a it, like anthemic ending with a choir, and it's just uh, yeah, it's it always really stuck out to me, and I love that song. And it's it's not like a single or anything, but yeah, it's a good one. Okay, yeah, let's let's listen a little. You want to fast forward a little? Yeah, there's so many parts to it. It's like it's hard to really represent it in 20 seconds. So. Yeah, play a couple here and there, but everyone needs to go listen. Okay, we're going to jump ahead a little bit. Just the vocals, yeah. the woman singing do we know it's him he's doing all the vocals that's on. him yeah. oh that's why i think it's just such a crazy uh wow crazy I, I had no idea and that, at the that, end that play like the last him. maybe 10 seconds i don't know where it's like it's where it's the choir kind of that's awesome yeah yeah, yeah that's good i think that's how long cool. is this song here i didn't even look Five minutes and 37 oh, seconds. It, it so. feels like 10 minutes, but in a good way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They had a lot of stuff that was just like... And even some songs that we'll talk about maybe a little bit later that I love, but maybe could have been a minute shorter. Yeah. <laughs> they, no, they have a lot I of agree. that stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. But it's, it's good. It's it's that they don't care and they move it. Mm-hmm. Uh, was I that have, all from your... Uh, I have one more. Oh, okay. Digging the Grave. Oh, okay. That would, that made my cut, so I'm glad you threw it in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was you know, once again, this is like on the one of the fringe ones, but I, I really had to keep it in there. The metal feel, the kind of melodic. Yeah. 
mm-hmm. singing, uh, you know, and the way that they, the, the whole lyrics about this is like, if you're comfortable, you're kind of digging your own grave mm. and it's kind of live out there and live life and push. And that's why Patton's doing all these other things and, and they're pushing and they're yeah, doing scores for movies and, yeah. and doing everything he's doing uh, or, or did. It's a, yeah. It's a great so, tune. It's it's fun one to play. We, this is one that we did live too, and that little like the screechy vocal part that he does for no reason in the middle of it. Yeah, it's just, well, he's got to do it. Yeah, it's <laughs> being artistic. Uh-huh. <laughs> And I really enjoy like the, the arpeggiation of the mm-hmm. guitar chords there. And if you listen to it, 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 it's you know it's like they have both of them going. It's it's really kind of good. Anyway, yeah. and it's probably just Roddy, right? The the well, arpeggiation there, or, or it's or maybe it's just the studio track because it really sounds like two guitars. With this album, um, Roddy was not around actually <clears throat> for a lot of the writing because I think his dad was dying or something. And so More, wasn't there like a car accident too for that album? <clears throat> Yeah, yeah, they all were in a car accident. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there's a lot of his presence wasn't really involved in this, but um, th- you can see I think on this video he is playing guitar, right? There's yeah. some videos because yeah, he yeah. I don't think there's any keys in it, so yeah, he yeah. Just, of course he's gonna be in the video. So yeah, he was playing. I was thought maybe was that really really good because his yeah. keys are so aggressive <clears throat> that sometimes it's hard to tell. <laughs> you gotta have that part. <laughs> yeah, I know you have to have it. He gets really so aggressive there. It's awesome. And then the guitars just like drive in here. And yeah. Like... Yeah. So that's uh, digging the grave. We'll just stop there. Um, okay. Uh, so let's move on to album of the year. Uh, you have stuff from there, right? Yeah. yeah so. Strip Church. It was really cool because it was a um, this weird like departure from expectations like what you would expect faith and more to do but of course everything they they do it always just it sounds like gold so it's kind of cool it had this it like sounds like gold this was the <laughs> strip search this was uh, this is true that was the russian one we were talking about yeah before, yeah, yeah right that yeah, i was talking with about the sample evidence up and sample beats and uh and all that yeah and the, the video with the russian buildings you're talking about and the, he's waiting in line like at an airport and yeah and here's the beginning. You get that kind of like weird sort of uh, arpeggiation with the keys and sounds very old school 80s. <laughs> now let's just uh, bring it forward a little bit more. But yeah, you can kind of feel it. It's like this isn't like a normal Faith No More totally, song. Yeah, lots of layered There's texture no rock vocals. Rap and... here. No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of just patting going on here. Yeah, no, he's awesome. So, what else you got? Um, another one from the album. From the album of the year is "Last Cup of Sorrow." Aha! Uh, cool, Aha. slower tempo one. You hit um, mine too. Oh, no good. Simple, heavy guitar riff. Um, neat little like delicate toy piano part somewhere in the yeah. middle. I love like they, they do a dead stop in the middle. And yeah, it just stops. I mean, yeah. And there's like you can pre it's like you can count one, yeah. two, three, and then they start again and there's no warning and there's no it's like, is this another song? No, 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 it's the same song. We're yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Very well break. done. And it's um 
this is one with the the cover band we have that I was pushing for that we we get to play and it's it's a favorite of mine. But yeah. My and favorite is the pre. Is which one? The pre-chorus. Yeah. For this, it's just so good. It really is. And the video is cool because it's this like Alfred Hitchcock uh, Vertigo ripoff. Yeah. Basically, it's that movie just redone really fast. Okay, that's cool. We'll play a couple seconds from the intro where you can kind of hear like the. The guitar just kind of coming heavy, and then you have Mike coming in. And it's a simple guitar riff right there. I mean, something. He loves that uh, speaker and mm-hmm. everything. CB vocals. CB vocals. <laughs> it, like I've actually tried that. It makes I can actually almost sing using the CB. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm all about this. Anything that makes me sound like I can sing, I'm all, I'm all for that. This is my favorite part. Okay, yeah, that was great. That was a double hit. So we have nice. uh, we have two uh, same picks so far. There we go. No, I think we have three. Oh, great. Gentle art. We had. Oh, that. well, yeah. What was the third one? Uh, everything's ruined. Oh, okay. You got it. All right. Yeah. So, uh, okay. Surprising. Anything else from Album of the Year? I do not have anything else from Album of the Year. Um, and I still have one left. So, Yeah, I got one more from Album of the Year. Ashes to Ashes. Another slower, Ashes to Ashes heavy is, tune. Is, is on my... Your cut? Yeah, it's on my... <clears> it's just... That was one that was... If you would have... We would have done this list about four days it ago. It would have been on there. It would have yeah. been on there, yeah. It's another simple guitar riff. Um, it just sounds so good, though. And uh, huge chorus... Yeah, it had to be on there. I, I kind of debated putting this one on or not, but it made the cut. Yeah, it was one of those that it's like, oh, it's on. No, it's off. It's on. I, yeah. I, I think I put it on and off twice. Because, come on, how can you not like that? <laughs> Yeah, it's just you know he's got that very bassy sort of vibe. Yeah, and it's, it's but it builds quite different like, from most of his other stuff. But the chorus when, comes and kind of explodes, and it's big vocal. Usually, when he's down that low, he's doing like whoa, 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 yeah, rah, rah, right. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. this is like one of the ones he's just yeah. Like Again, just showcases what he's capable of. Yeah, I'll bring it ahead another fifteen seconds, and we'll catch another ten seconds or so of this, so yeah. you can kind of catch the next part. Big chorus. So anyway, yeah, that's an awesome song. Mm-hmm. Anything else from Album of the Year? How many have left? That wraps up Album of the Year. I have one more. Oh, you have one more too? Yeah, and I have a weird feeling we may have picked. I mean, there's only one more album left. Soul Evictus. And it was so funny, like coming into this, I wouldn't have thought I would have put anything from there because I didn't. I wasn't Same, as, yeah. I wasn't as familiar, but I started listening to it. I'm like, I could put like four songs on here. Uh, there was two uh, that I really was close to doing, but yeah. the one that I saw them play live, and the one that I saw them play on the Radio One. Uh, if you, anybody has a chance, oh, yeah, it's great. Check the Radio mm-hmm. One. Uh, they played songs from the Sol Evictus album, which is for those of you who don't know, uh, Faith No More took a big time off and 
Uh, they did their own yeah. thing for about 13 years, 15 years. Wow. Yeah. And they came back and then they did, uh, they came back together and they did some reunion tour and they're like, Hey, should we continue this? We're really digging it. Uh, they came back for Roddy's wedding and, uh, they, they met and they're like, Hey, let's, should we do it? And it's just only if we do something new. Mm-hmm. And then they did it on their own time without a record label. They just did it by themselves without yeah. the pressure, which we can do now. And, uh, they came out with a really good album. And Solo Victus, for those of you who kind of poo-poo sort of songs that are, you know, the new stuff by your favorite old band, <laughs> uh, this one is really outstanding. And um, just, so if you like Faith No More, you will like this album, okay? Yeah, really well put together, real So I put Superhero on it. Oh, that's a good one. Okay, and there was another one I almost put on it. And there was actually two to three other ones I almost put on it. <laughs> Uh, and, but this one I liked just because, uh, you, you'll hear it here. It, it's, it has this thing in the beginning. They have this back and forth vocals yeah. between Mike and, uh, and Roddy. This is Roddy, right? Yeah. And, and the driving beat and the guitars and everything is just going and, mm-hmm. you know, it's about superheroes or at least that's how it's kind of put. Uh, but <laughs> you know, who, who knows? I think they, they actually premiered this song, uh, when they released the album at Comic-Con. Yeah, actually, um, there's some footage of them doing, I think it was this song before it was like released or spoken of. There was two songs that they were doing live that no one knew what it was. And I think there's YouTube footage of it before people knew what the name of the song was or anything. But So let's hear a little yeah. of Superhero. And you'll see the, the back and forth in the beginning and then mm-hmm. I'll fast forward a little Well, the drums in the beginning are pretty cool. Oh yeah, yeah, and uh, and you can get that sort of like you hear the keys coming in, and you know it's starting to drive, and then like in the next couple seconds it's gonna like take off, mm-hmm. and you're gonna feel it with the hey hey. Yeah, the vocals kind of so good. I mean, crazy it's, there. It's it's almost better than anything they've ever done with with that. You know, the trade off vocals. I don't remember them ever doing that before. And not as prominent. I think now it's very much like you can tell who's doing what, and it's yeah. it, it's a more mature Faith No More. I think it's kind of just shows in this. It's almost album. echoey, you know what I mean? It but, is, yeah. yeah. And Great. difficult. I mean, I can't imagine sitting there knowing your part to scream that little section there when it's your cue. Yeah, and the guitar once again is kind of simpler in the song. Yeah, but there's still that hook that they, he plays with it. He plays it over and over. It's really good. So anyway, here we go. Some more superhero. Here we come. Okay, that's that that, that part, and then it'll start digging into the song next. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm 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 dragging this one out because I want people to appreciate the song because most people haven't heard it. Yeah, it's... Uh, unlike like Epic or something. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh. I, I really like it when they starts going into the, the the main vocal part, which is coming up here. But if you heard, like they, they had that that nice riff underneath there, before it, it's going to go into like this leader of men mm-hmm. and this other stuff mm-hmm. that he's going to be doing here in a minute. Uh, but that that riff is just it's prominent, and for me as a guitar player, I like this kind of move back that's been happening over the last couple of years to a riff oriented 
It, it may not be the hardest thing to play, but I like it that it drives it. You know, it moves it. Yeah, it, it feels good. It doesn't need to be complicated. It just has to sound and feel good. Yeah, it doesn't have to be, you know, some ridiculous. Like, yeah, don't cram a bunch of or, notes in 10 seconds. Or, just, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's also, it's awesome. Okay, well, anyway, that's Superhero. That's the one that I have. And My Dirty Dozen is done, which leaves one song. And I think I probably, I'm guessing what it is. But, uh, but, <laughs> but let's, we'll, we'll find out. And maybe I can be right. Maybe I can be wrong. Yeah, have a guess. Let's see if you're uh, right. My guess, which is my other one that I really love on this album, mm-hmm. is Separation Anxiety. That made my cut. That was, I had two songs that needed to be examined. And that was the one that, that took the cut. But it was on my list. Yeah, yeah. Separation Anxiety. For me, it's one of these songs, and I think we'll play it here. It's not in our Dirty Dozen, so let's just make sure. Uh, but we're talking about it, so I figure I want to play it a little bit. Yeah, go for it. Uh, but it's really, for me, it's this song that's really creepy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like he's talking from inside your mind, and it's like this really sort of like your id talking to you. It's like, ah, oh, it's it, it's kind of haunting. Yeah. It's just, ah. Oh. It's it's good. There's a really cool uh like growling bass line, a driving like drum pattern that's going through and it builds like it's it's slowly building on the song, which I think this album a lot of the songs do that. It takes its time to develop and and unfold. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to fast forward just a little bit. And good tempo. Yeah, it does. I'm gonna go forward maybe about ten seconds or so, but yeah, that's you can hear the the bass and the drums kind of kick in. And yeah, it's really and it kinda, gets better from there. It's just amazing how well <laughs> they play together after taking that yeah. time apart. It's like they came back and maybe they took forever in the studio. I mean, they were on their own clock, but mm. it sounds so. It's like they've been, you know, they never left. What I'm waiting for is my favorite part is when he's like doing the whispery growly thing. Right there. But anyway, that's a song that's not on our list, but uh, <laughs> but that was but my guess so for what would have been on Jake's list. Yeah. Because it was the one that was right off of it. And I hope it's the not the, the foul one, but... Uh, no, no. Because <laughs> there's a song in there that I can't even mention or else we go explicit. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> my that wife's album, favorite which is song. Actually, it's actually not a bad song. It's a good song. Just if to, you yeah. just got to be careful you're not around yeah. uh, anybody who will be offended by it. <laughs> But yeah. But yeah, my uh, 12th and final is Matador. Matador, okay. And I have a feeling you like that song too, I like right? that too. Matador okay. and From the Dead. The last two songs. Yeah. It's weird. Like most bands, when you do an album, at least the way it's always been done, you'd have your good songs, you put like the third song in, you put your best song. Mm-hmm. The first two, you put your better songs. And the two after it, you put your good songs. And then anything left after five, you kind of throw it there. Yeah. And... And even some some of the Faith No More albums, it just wasn't consistent on some of the back end stuff. But this one, it's like the last two songs are amazing. Yeah, the thing is that um, it, like I said, that maturity it it shows. Like these songs take time to develop. They're not just giving you the hook right off the bat to make you listen. You kind of have to to hear the first introduction, and then it kind of builds on to that. And it, it takes that time. It's well arranged, well put together. So it 
it requires you to give it attention. Yeah, well, let's, well, really let's do the first, like, the beginning of it, and then we'll mm. jump a little in. Okay, that's the intro. It's too. all real piano, too. They recorded this with just... Um, no uh no electronics it was just real piano i mean for yeah, the piano I, parts it was. I, I think they were playing it on radio one yeah they were and, yeah and, they played the and and uh ronnie mentioned that he's like this piano is a lot better than the one we yeah. <laughs> actually recorded it on because <laughs> i guess they had some really good stuff but yeah, when the beat comes into the song yeah yeah i'm moving really... like 50 seconds in so hopefully i'm hitting it at the right time it's almost harpsichordy-ish Yeah, it's still building, but that's good. All this tension, you know. But he, you know, here's Mike doing again something that he's, uh, you know what I mean? He's doing something kind of different. I mean, yeah. he's done it a little bit before, but this is just—it's still kind of smooth. It's just and not haunting. the typical rock vocalist approach. And especially now, I mean, these guys are older. They're they're mm. they're pretty much our age now. I mean, they're a little older than us, obviously, because mm. they have to be, but they're still it's like they're coming in and they're writing from a mature point of view and, and yeah. just from having done it so long it's like yeah, i'm teaching my daughter it. to drive this is a complete sidebar but i'm teaching my daughter to drive she just got her drive after her uh, learner's permit uh. and, which is a scary thing <laughs> and but it's like you don't realize how much better driver you are after having driven for 20 yeah, years just the the time you've put behind it experience yeah, yeah, you've, yeah. Been, you've driven for a while you've done it and it's like oh um it's just natural to me yeah. but when you're first learning it when you're first doing it yeah you're on edge of, and when it's coming in when green. it's like first mr bumble album for mike or coming into even the real thing and and what they were doing back then and to what they're doing now it's just so mature yeah, and a lot so, of growth and so awesome so here's a little bit more <laughs> I'm gonna bring it up a little bit further. Yeah, build slowly. But that's what's like great about it. Way into the middle of it. See, now it's really picking up. And now they're yeah. just going to kick him with the guitars. So I'm going to give you maybe like another five or eight seconds more, but you can feel it. Like it, it's still, it's, it was still building. It's still building. I wish you could, you know, we could play the whole song for you and you can be like, Oh, that's yeah, cause awesome. You got to appreciate. Yeah. How it's arranged yeah, basically. Yeah. Cause yeah, it's and not just the, the a radio song. It's one that you really have to give it space to develop. And, and it's like, if you're, if you're trying to uh, it's a top speed in a, uh, in like a really slow car, it takes a while. Like, uh, mm -hmm. if you wanted to take like a Toyota, little Toyota, <laughs> and step on the gas, it's not going to go zero to sixty in two seconds, like a Maserati or a Ferrari. It's mm. going to take a while, and for you to get that, you're going to enjoy that. Every, slow, for you to get right. that Prius up to one hundred and twenty, it'll take a while to get there. <laughs> that's kind of kind of what they. I do don't here. think they go that fast. Yeah, yeah, no, but still, but it's still kind of. Fun. But it still gets that drive and that sort of.
Okay, well, that's Matador, and that's your final yeah. one, right? Yeah. Is there anything else that almost made it that didn't that we didn't catch? Well, we talked about the the ones from here. And... No, there was just I, I noticed there was a lot of B sides, particularly from the uh, King for a Day album, like the the world is yours and I won't forget you, um, that I couldn't really throw in there, but um, they're good tunes. One thing I, I was glad you didn't put in there was was try to do the Commodore's cover. It was funny. No, you Easy. can't pick a cover song when you're including it in here. You but know, I mean, that, uh, if you think about their their biggest hits, "Easy" is one of them. That was right? a single, I think. Yeah, that was. Put the in funniest there. thing, though, is like I didn't know they were gonna ever do that song. I saw I was at, uh, when I saw him with Helmet, and we were laughing. We thought it was a. Oh, they were doing that. Oh yeah, yeah we like because we because a lot of what they do is tongue in cheek. Yeah, anyway, you can yeah, never yeah, tell cause, if it's cause serious. Because I was in like the. You know, I was in the mosh pit, and then we came back out and run back in, and this is when I used to be able to do that. Uh, <laughs> and and then I came back out, and I was talking to my buddy, and then they went into Easy, and I was yeah. like, look at this, that's hilarious, you know what I mean? But they were legit, that's music they were into, it just, at that time in right. my life, I was not into No, music. yeah, yeah, it's on the other <laughs> side of that spectrum. I was into everything else they were doing, except yeah. for that song. yeah. And, but you know, in, in hindsight, that they do a really good job of it. It's just at that time. That's yeah. That's what I mean. Everything they like, they'll do. They might even be like um, joking about it, but at the same time, they do it so well. You're like, wow, you know, it's a really good song. The BG song they did. It's like, yeah, it's it's kind of silly if you think about it, but you know, it sounds good. Yeah, no doubt. Okay. Uh, once again, I apologize. We're going to go probably a little long today, which I kind of expected. It's <laughs> Jake Lowe's faith the mm-hmm. more and obviously he's when you do a, a tribute band to somebody and you've done it for a while that that it's a big band for you in your life and for me i grew up with it and i saw them a couple times and had some really good shows and uh they were i remember getting cassette tape for angel dust and playing it all over the place yeah so anyway uh that's pretty much it uh next week we are gonna do something different what are we gonna do jake I don't know. Do we decide? Is it, is yeah, it yeah, in stone? Yeah, it's in stone. What, what is some it? Some NXS? Is that what we're going to so do? So we're going to do some NXS oh, yeah. to kind of change it up. A little curveball. A little curveball for everybody. So I'll see you guys in two weeks. And thank you for joining us. We really enjoy hanging out with you. Uh, leave us messages. We'll talk about it on the podcast next time. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything you want to write, any questions, anything you want to suggest we do as a future band, let us know. And uh, mm-hmm. let us know any beer, please. All right. uh, Thanks so much. And uh, I'll speak to you next week, uh, two weeks. Bye now.